Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Daniel Sports Ledger, sports betting tips and picks for sports betters. Sorry, it's been a minute since we've been on. Um, we have Super Bowl to talk about. We got waste management to talk about. We got Genesis Tigers back. We got all kinds of things to talk about. Uh, so first though, I gotta talk about waste management because okay. that oh man, that was so crazy. Me and my buddy, we had we so we had thought about taking Hoffman the night before plus okay. four thousand. <laughs> plus four thousand. We, we let, let me ask you a question. Why would you want to take Hoffman the night before? He, so my buddy was a big Hoffman fan, and he was like, dude, Charlie, we gotta go with Charlie. Dude, um, this is the guy, whatever. I'm like, ah, I don't know, whatever. So we talked about it for whatever reason, we didn't end up putting it in. So the next day, we're watching the we're watching it, and Hoffman starts, you know, it's, it's making like a, a move. Yeah, he's making a move. And then he kind of slides back a little bit, but he's kind of still in the running. And he's like, dude, he's plus 900 right now because he actually went up to like plus 300 or something. Fell back a little bit, plus 900, but there was still a lot of time left. Yep. And he's like, dude, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put 100 on, on Hoffman. I'm going to give you half if we win. Mm. I'm like, all right, let's go, you know. So put, put 100 bucks on uh, Hoffman. Mm-hmm. And we'll watch it. And boom, he just starts killing it. ever killing since it. then. I mean, it gets up to like... He gets up to like minus two hundred, I think. At right, one point. and people start fading. And then this is what happens. And my the whole time, my buddy's just sitting there going, "Charlie, Charlie." So then it gets to this point where, uh, it's right at he's right about to do the last hole, and they show Hoffman's family. And my buddy's like, "Dang it, they just jinxed him." Really? Why did they show his family? Why did they? That's Is like that saying, he, yeah, that's like they saying that he already won already. Ooh. And they were like, why did they do that? And then he pars the last hole, whatever goes. And they show him, like, of course, filling out the scorecard mm-hmm. like he won and everything. And then, and then he who's comes hot to, on his tail? Yeah, Nick. Nick. Uh, Nikki Taylor. Nikki Taylor. Yeah. He's so hot on his trail. Nikki Taylor. He was the other guy I liked a lot, too. And. But once Hoffman, old man Hoffman, had to go back up there, warm up his knees again, get back out there. (laughs) Warm up his knees. It it just was too much at the end. And it went into double overtime. Mm -hmm. Oh, so get this, though. This this is the most miraculous thing. So, first of all, to get into, to tie him at the end, uh, Nikki, Nikki Taylor, Hit just barely rims the ball in to get the tie for birdie. Oh, yeah. I think barely. So then in the first hole, he bounces it right into the sand and it bounces out of the sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he chips it in. Uh Then the second overtime, he bounces it into the sand. It bounces out of the sand onto the thing again. Twice he does that, is able to chip it in and win like. He got so lucky. I was, I was so mad. I love, I love, I love. And Hoffman, the last time he was, he he went to an overtime to uh lose at that same waste management. I love, I I love when a non golfer talks golf because you go, he (laughs) knocks it into the sand and then he hits it on and then he chips it it out of the sand both times. What happened was, is, well, (laughs) he hits into the sand. He knocks it on the green and he puts it in. Yeah. Right. So that's well, the actually, he knocked term. it in the rough technically both times. Well, actually, still. he didn't actually. They were both on the green. So one time, Hoffman on the second hole messed up. Yeah. Hoffman he did. knocks it into the bunker, hits it long. Unfortunately, he hits a dude. Char- trust me. 
Charlie Hoffman's shot on the second overtime was a phenomenal shot. Yeah. I thought Nikki Taylor had that thing won. He probably thought he had it won. Yeah. Little did he know he had to make a putt for the win, which he did. He knocked it in. Um, but the biggest thing about Charlie Hoffman that I take away from this is he shot a 64 in the third round, which was the best round by anybody in the top 10 of the leaderboard. So I agree with your friend taking Hoffman. And here's the other thing about Charlie Hoffman that most people don't know. Well, you would know if you watch golf. He is a basically correspondent representative. He yeah. is. He kept saying he's waste the waste management, management guy. He's he wearing a green that. waste management hat. The yeah. guy represents. He's 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 sponsored by waste management. It would only been fitting. The problem is, is Nikki Taylor has a thing for the dramatics. If you watched last year, PG Open, you saw what he did in the Canadian Open. The guy hit a yeah. 50 footer the same for the thing. win. The kid's a stud. I'm taking Nikki Taylor all day. I, took I think Nikki it was a Taylor. 70, 70 footer. It, it don't matter. 50 foot is long enough. Right. Like he can make it 20. It's just impossible. Anyway, I took Nikki Taylor. I went against my buds. I was not with them. Had I had been, I would have I would have pulled a little conference call and said, hey, guys, we're taking Nikki Taylor. <laughs> but here's the thing. You didn't know that. I took Nikki Taylor on after he birdied yeah. 16. No, well, I apologize. Once you're after on the 900 and you're After he birdied good. 15. Yeah. When he birdied 15, it dropped to 200 because par three, the par three 16 is gettable, even with the crazy. took Hoffman in the thir- in 13 hole. Yeah. 13 or 14. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, is, so my boy Nikki Taylor had a birdie three out of the last four holes just to go to overtime. And he did what needed to be done. Right. I'm saying, man, I'm a big fan of Nikki Taylor. Um, it was a phenomenal event. Of course, the crowd goes nuts. 50K, right. 500K I heard on Saturday. This is what I hear. Oh, yeah. They had, to, like, they had to stop the alcohol like, sales. Liquor sales. Yeah, liquor sales, all kind. Man, Phoenix went crazy. Man. And you're hearing all these like you're seeing all these videos. It wasn't like that just, the year before when we went. Oh man, it was nuts. But we didn't go on a Saturday. That's we true. went like on a Thursday. Yeah. And all the alcohol sales stopped. And I heard I don't know if you told me this or a friend of mine told me this, but like bartenders were coming in from out of town who usually work these events, and they were just so pissed because we're cutting you guys off at two o'clock. Yeah. Like it, because people were oh, just yeah, going bananas. And this is the first time that it's ever happened where the actual PGA players were getting confrontational with the fans. Usually they kind of just play through it. No yeah. big deal. But this time, dude, they weren't having it. The fans were just irate and it's probably due to the weather. There's a lot of things that really came into play. Yeah. Either way, Charlie Hoffman came in a solid second. Nikki Taylor takes one down. But since we're talking golf, yeah, let's jump right into the big dog here. Tiger? The Genesis, the Genesis Open. Popping off at Riviera this weekend. Tiger Woods teed off. I'm first to admit I jumped on the Tiger bandwagon for the first round. They had him at 70.5 over under for his round. I took the under. Son of a gun. Shot 71. Cost me. But that's not where my heart laid. It's not. My heart still lays on one golfer. And I want you guys to really peep this, look into this. Jason Day. I took Jason Day to shoot under 69 and a half. He went out and shot a 65. Tomorrow, lay Jason Day. He's going to come out. He shot a bogey-free round. He's going to go out and shoot another bogey-free round. If you follow FanDuel, I apologize. If you follow DraftKings, DraftKings has bogey-free round prop bets. Jason Day is your guy. The guy plays solid. He's consistent. He loves these types of courses. 
It's it's tree guarded, and the greens roll good and straight. Conditions are phenomenal. He's from Australia. He's used to wind. It's a little windy out there because it's close to the ocean. I'm telling you guys, if you have an opportunity, Jason Day's your guy. Fade Max Homa. Fade Tiger. There's just too much going on there. These guys are too good at picking their round scores. It's just unbelievable. So uh, I'm excited. Of course, it's only round. It's only round two, so we yeah. don't have really have much in terms of winners. Because how do you predict a golf tournament? It was like 60 golfers. Right. 30 of them are all in the mix. But I'm telling you, my money's on Jason Day. If you're with me, let's roll. I'll tell you what, this built my passion up for golf, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be watching now. I'll tell you what, all it takes is for you to bet a round. Yeah. Take one player, Take one bet player. a round, bet what you think is over-under is for the round. You will literally watch him the entire tournament. I'm yeah. swear. I'm not kidding. You'll watch yeah. him the entire round. Mm-hmm. ESPN does a really good job at uh, picking the like a threesome. And I think then there's a – going that, going I think that you can go to pj.com or something, you can like – watch no you can't only 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 on whenever the espn stops airing it so when if like for instance if um uh it's the golf channel mm-hmm. so when the golf channel starts airing you can go to pjtour.com and watch the match but other than that it's espn plus has full control over it in the in the morning stages only on friday saturday mm. weekends it's over yeah so but yeah anyway that's our skit about golf yeah, but we're gonna get more into it. Yeah, and I are. can't wait for you to get into yeah, it. Yeah, we're gonna get some picks going here. I love it. Um, yeah. So then, Super Bowl. We gotta talk Super Bowl. This was uh, wild, wild Super Bowl. Um, a lot of people might say it was rigged or something, but uh, you know, I don't think it was rigged. I think it was just had to do with some bad coaching, some some mistakes, some opportunities taken advantage of. You know, there was all kinds of different. Uh, things there but um yeah i mean kansas city they come away with the win like they always seem to do <laughs> went into overtime i thought about placing overtime but i'll shout tell you out, what shout out to my boy joe I had, Perez. I had i had two uh parlay picks mm-hmm. that were really good that i gave out one of them hit one of them lost they were both on debo samuel one was that he wouldn't get one was his under on two and a half uh rush attempts Three minutes left in the game. He got his third rush attempt. He had three rush attempts. Oh, God. The other one was that he'd get less than 16 and a half rushing yards, which he did. He mm. only got like eight and or nine. And that last rushing attempt was bogus. Yeah. Might so, have cost him the game, to be did, honest yeah, with you. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, it's one of those things where it's a Super Bowl. You only have so many touches. You only have so many plays. You only have so many possessions. Why are you handy? I mean, they handed it off to, twice in the first quarter. Neither of them went anywhere. I don't think he even had one total yard in the first quarter. Right. Um. And then um, for two rushes, like one yard or something. So, you know, obviously they've prepared for, you know, you only have so many attempts. It's the fourth quarter now, and you're going to rush him with three minutes left in the game. Mm -hmm. It, it it's not trick play. It's not tricky. It's not sneaky. There's no, you only have so many plays. Why are you giving it to your wide receiver? Right. You have Christian McCaffrey. You have all these other things. Like, why are you wasting a play? Right. I think it got three or four yards or something, but it was just insignificant. Um, and it all that did was just take a play away from them when they could have done something else. Yeah. Uh, makes sense. It, you know, that that was a big reason why I took the pot bet. I'm like, you only have so many plays. Why are you know? They know you rush it with them every now and then. Unless you're on the two-yard line on the goal line where you run it, like, right behind the guard or something, 
I get it. But other than that, why would you waste a play on on an end around on a wide receiver? Especially because he pulled up earlier in the third quarter and then he had like another leg injury. Like, and then you're running it with him with four. It's the whole thing was stupid. So that was not that that play really did anything necessarily, but not going in overtime, not just going for the touchdown when they're pinned deep, you know, it doesn't, you know, if you don't get it, they still have to go 93 yards. I mean, you have a great defense. Just, you know, you're already down there. There's really accumulation. Just go for the touchdown. I mean, there's, isn't it funny though? Think so about many it. Things. There's accumulation of things that we can always create when your team loses. Right. But when your team wins, you don't think about all the ways that they could have lost. Right. So it's always when your team loses. And to be honest with you, I mean, I don't know where you stood if you placed a bet. Um, I, I didn't did, place. I, a, I, I didn't place, place a, bet a bet on, on the teams. Win. I thought the Niners would win, but I didn't Me place too. a bet on either team. Yeah, I, I, I did. I, I swore the Niners would win that game. And when they were winning up, when they were up ten, I said, okay. This is the time when you got to put the you got to put your foot down. Yeah, and they just didn't do it. Yeah, they just didn't do it. And things kind of just went Kansas City's way, like always. Right, a punt just randomly hits the guy's foot. Yeah, like I mean, there's so many different. Ah, oh, man, it's so frustrating. I'm a Raider fan. Thank God. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I hate Kansas City. I hate Mahomes. I hate every aspect of that entire team and how lucky they are. Um. If you could put any other team out there and that would not have happened. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just the luck. It's the way things go. Sometimes maybe it's just prep. I don't know. I, I really can't. I'll tell you what, the it. first three quarters were really boring. Mm-hmm. Like they were boring. No, a lot of people really just didn't appreciate it. Yeah. And they got to the fourth quarter. It finally got exciting with the first three yeah. quarters. I was like, man, this is, mm-hmm. I mean, if this continues this way. This is going to be like one of the boringest Super Bowls ever. All Luckily right. it didn't. And it ended up being an exciting Super End Bowl. End up hitting but- the over. Which is yeah. crazy. Everybody who bet the under is like cash money loving this. This is one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas lost on that yeah. uh game. Mm-hmm. Um it goes over if they don't block that extra point. Yeah. I mean it goes under if they don't block the extra point. Right. Because I mean, well, who knows? Kansas City might have went for it on fourth and whatever for the I thought it did go half a point under. No. No? No, it went over. Went over on the actual on the end of the game, because it was okay. Anyways, yeah. But um, yeah, it was a fun game. I hope you guys won. I hope you guys won some money. Uh, you know, I did okay. You know, won a little bit, not not too much money, just up a little tiny bit, but yeah. just a little taste. Yeah. Just well, what do you something. uh? You got any projects? Any picks for today? Uh, yeah. I mean, I do have a college basketball pick for tonight. You got plenty of time to bet it. I like uh. You know, you going Bronny? No, I'm going uh, against Bronny. U- USC is just not a, they're just not a good team. They're You're taking not Utah a good place. Points. So I'll take Utah. Okay. I know Utah is on the road, but I'll take Utah to, to win that game. I think they're actually an underdog. So you can take Utah money line, get yeah. a little extra money. It's only, it's only a point and a half, I think. Yeah. So it's probably plus 120 or something, Utah. But yeah. Um, I like that game. I like Utah to, to go in there and beat USC. USC is just not that good. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're star-studded, and Bronny's really not that great either. I mean, he's yeah, he's, he's getting better. He's getting better and better, but he's yeah. he's, he's nothing special. He's a freshman special. who's trying to just do what he can do, and the problem is, he's just not that much talent built around him. Yeah, and he's had he's had injuries and things too, so he's not like. Well, obviously, he's got a heart complication, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. so, so it's unfortunate. It's like, um, 
Don't yeah. pump that. Don't run too fast. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I had a, I had a couple that's, that's plays. That's my play for you guys tonight. I had a couple so. plays, and I threw them in early. I apologize that we just didn't get online early. We got to get there a little earlier. Yeah. Problem is, this one of us has a full-time gig, yeah. and it's tough for me to get out four or five. But if I could have gotten out, I'm taking the over on that Milwaukee game. Um, it's, it's, it's right in the mix. Um, it's close. It's close. Milwaukee's 44 to 41 right now. So it's, it's close and I'm taking Utah with the points. Yeah. I just don't get why. Listen, golden state took a tough loss last night to the, a, a, a shorthanded clipper team. And the reason why I say shorthanded, cause there was no Kawhi. Right. And the reason why I say that means shorthanded is because Kawhi is one of the top players in the NBA who is in the running for MVP. Yeah. So if your MVP player is not playing, you should win that game, especially when your team is fully loaded. Right. Golden State starts putting a whooping on them the first couple quarters, but it's just like a boxing match. It don't matter if you're in there and you're you're you're, you're hitting, you're hitting, you're hitting. Guess what could happen? Mm-hmm. You take a little stomach shot, like my boy Ricky. Uh, my bad, Mickey Ward. You ever heard of Mickey Ward? Mm-mm. He's a beast. Come, Mister Irish, from Lowell, old school. He he takes a whooping. Then at the end of the day, boom, little liver shot, game over. And that's kind of what happened Golden State, man. They were up there kicking some booty. Yeah. Clippers ended up holding, holding, withstand, withstand, withstand. I took Clippers last night. Clippers I, I took them when they were down five in the fourth or something, yeah. and then they came back and won. Sure, you should have so took them. I got them like when, plus 230. You should have took them when they were down 15. Yeah. Tell well, they you, started man. coming back. I think, you know, they got them like plus 230. And yeah. what was like three minutes later, they were like minus one <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, I was I was long, I was long gone home sleeping by the time the game over. But um, yeah, so and I just didn't understand why Utah was only plus two and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's a manipulation. It ended up dropping, I think, game time to a one and a half. Just goes to show you where the money was thrown at. I mean, to be honest with you, it manipulates the lines. You know, it does, it, it's just bogus the way these lines are made, kind of like Lakers line last night. Lakers were low, no LeBron. LeBron was ruled out, and Utah was like favored five point five or something like that. Yeah, get what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then of course Lakers win by like forty. Right, <laughs> it's just manipulation. We know keep, that. You know keep that. betting Lakers. Oh yeah, pump the Lakers. They're almost like them Raider boys. They always boys cover. just be covering. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what's going on with Tiger? Well, Tiger's back. Tiger's, Tiger's back. back, and Tiger may not be back for many events. Tiger doesn't even have to play events. Tiger could literally just play the majors, run his whole career out just playing majors. He'll play a couple events that he's probably hosting. But other than that, you're not going to see much of Tiger. If you do, it's great. But here's the thing. People are like, well, dude, he's in great shape. Well, yeah, at the same time, he's also getting replaced. And he's got bolts yeah. and screws and and a bionic leg and everything. He can't even <laughs> bend that leg. But the thing about Tiger is he's built, he's strong, he's resilient. But the problem is he's almost 50. There's just so many things that come into play. Walking 72 holes is tough. Yeah. Walk 18. Man, I can't walk 18. 18's a lot. Yeah, but, 72 uh, is ridiculous. Yeah, so, but, uh, you know, Tiger's back. And uh, like I said, tomorrow, tune in. Um, I wish I could get on here and make a couple bets before I lay him down at like six in the morning. But Jason Day, if you have a chance, if you like to bet rounds, Jason Day under on his round, Jason Day bogey free round. He might actually go, to be honest with you, if you could place a bet for him to have a bogey free tournament, 
Lock it up, man. Jay Dizzle. All right. Jason Day in golf tomorrow. And then for tonight, we've got Utah. Yep. Uh, to, uh, it's already too late to take Utah. To, but let no, me, no, 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 no. Utah college basketball. Oh, that's right. Utah, Utah college basketball. Yeah. So Utah. You can you can play you can play the Utah game right now. To be honest with you, you probably still yeah. get pretty good odds. I mean, there were two and a half as when it kicked off. Right now, they're still. It's uh, not even halftime yet. No, Utah is now minus one and a half. Right. So um, it just kind of depends. I mean, it, you do, do Golden State is powerful. They got studs. Curry's what, Curry's I, a I stud. Have. Curry Curry Curry's one of. Uh, a few players who you just kind of look at, he can carry a squad, but the problem is he just doesn't have no help. I mean, Thompson is just Thompson needs to go. Yeah. That's just really what it is. He's kind of like that elephant in the room where you're like, God, we need to give him some minutes because it's Thompson and you're paying him. And even if he takes a pay cut, it's still the elephant in the room. He's got to go. It's just not good for the morale of the team. He needs to become a Laker. Just yeah. make it happen. Give, just wave him. I'm not kidding. It'll save you so much more money. You can go pick anyone else you up. You know what I mean? I'm not going to wave Clay Thompson. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's needed. You guys, it, nobody understands this. Like, the concept of, like, he, he. I know he wants to be loyal to the team, and the team wants to be loyal to him. But right. at some point in time, when do you just cut off that dead toe? Yeah. Guys, like, last night in the middle of the game, Warriors are making a drastic comeback, and with like a minute some yeah, left, he goes out, list, he, Yeah, yeah, but hear me out. He goes out and fouls. He goes out and commits a stupid foul. His head is not in the game, and I promise you, it will come back to bite them because his head is not in the game. And it's like, well, you can't trade Clay. Yeah, well, guess what? Okay, fine, don't trade him. But he's a he's he's gonna he's gonna bring your team down. I'm not right. kidding. It's just how it goes. His yeah, head but, is just not you in know, the game. Golden's Golden State, they're gonna they're gonna die on that uh bridge. They're gonna, you know, yeah. They're loyalists. That's what they do. I mean, look at Draymond. There's plenty of times they <laughs> could have or should have traded Draymond, and they yeah, haven't. They could have got so much value for Draymond. Yeah, there were times. I mean, you know, they they don't subscribe by the old Bill Belichick will trade them a year early. Yeah. They subscribe by the you know we're gonna Ride these are our out. guys and we're gonna go down in flames with them until yeah. they're not good anymore and then we'll, we'll rebuild again right we'll pay jordan Poole an astronomical <laughs> amount of money and then get rid of Jordan Poole. Oh, i mean I, i'm a huge michigan fan i love jordan Poole in michigan yeah. but i mean i i mean come on man he's not that good <laughs> he he played good enough for him you get a max contract yeah and then you go and punch him in the face and then boom let's get rid of him yeah, Jesus Christ! You should have should have got rid of the guy who punched him in the face. Right, gave him a chance to shine because I mean, look what Draymond's done since. Yeah, it's just Nothing. crazy. <laughs> but uh, it's here nor there. We'll see what happens. It's a long league. I just want to throw it out there. I did put thirty three cents on LeBron to win the MVP at yeah. What did I say it was fifty k. Yeah, fifty k. So I went a solid hundred fifty bucks when that happens. I'll tell you what the. So I'm actually, you know, I'm kind of excited the NFL's over. I can't wait for it to restart, but I'm kind of excited that we can get into some other sports because right. we've been so football dominant. Uh, I want to hear some hockey outputs, man. I, it's time. Okay. So, but but we, we, hockey's on a break right now, right? Are are they or are they not on a break? I mean, no, not yet. Know. They're about to be. Yeah. I mean, um, got Because I know the same thing works the same way. I mean, there might be two or three games on the slate tonight. Yeah. And so we're no, gonna I get... apologize. There's like 15 games. Yeah, so we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get into hockey, college basketball, huge NBA, mm -hmm. some golf. Um, so yeah, we're gonna start cranking this up. Uh, oh, but like it's, it. you know, I'm I'm excited for you know to talk all these other sports for a change. Right. 
Um, but then once the draft comes around, we're gonna have some huge uh, NFL. We talk draft NFL podcast. We're gonna do our own drafts. We're gonna do all kinds of stuff. Should we take two days off? Yeah, I always take the draft off you every do. year. I that's, never do. You know, that's uh, I always I always hide myself in my room. Yeah, you do. You know, contemplating, mad scientist. Yep, I love the draft every year. Just creating. Uh, if you creating look at some art. of our old drafts, man, I've had some amazing picks on here. So. Just guys, just creating art in there. And that's right. The next Mel Kiper. <laughs> what does Mel Kiper know? <laughs> Who the hell is Mel Kiper anyway? <laughs> right? I love it. All right, guys, man, that was awesome, man. We just kind of gave a little quick little insight. It's not much, like I said, the slate. Oh, my yeah. bad. Uh, just so you folks know, you can still. I mean, I know, dude. And this is strictly a degenerate gambler type of thing. If you're into it, NBA, more NBA. We got the all-star on the way. All-star game as of right now. The spread is 363. Always bet the underdog. So I'm taking the east and yeah. I'm taking the over. That's, that's all there is to it. Taking the east, yeah, taking the want, over. Take the east, take the over. Pop that into your own little equation. Um, 10 bucks gets you 25 bucks. And just do the math from that point forward. You do 100, you went 250 $250. It's a simple game. Take the East, take the over. What East and say? over. Who bets the All Star game? Not you. Not well, Ravi. Well, I, well, uh, in Ravi's case, Kenrits bet the All Star. Right, game. but in Ravi's case, I would bet the over because guess who's not starting in the All Star game? Who? Stephanie Curry. Steph Curry's not starting. No, that's what I was trying to tell him. Ravi tried to tell me that Steph Curry's top five in the NBA. Oh, not even top five in the West right now. Oh, oh my God! But what he's, do I know? Who am I? I think he's top five. All time. I'm with you on all time. Top five all time. All time what? In NBA? Yeah. Steph Curry? Yeah. How? He will be by my career. And oh, sure. okay. Well, yeah. Way to save that one. If he wins two more championships, yeah. Top five. Easy. I mean, here, here's the thing for Steph Curry. Steph Curry did something even Jordan didn't do. Which is? Steph Curry literally changed the game of basketball. Oh, he, the three point is all that matters. Okay. Right well, now, well, he what literally. What happens? Like, in, what the, happens the game in 10 of years? basketball is what happens not in, what played happens, the same okay. way. What happens in ten years? Of Steph Curry. What happens in ten or fifteen years when they build the, the, a four-point line? No, listen. Look, you've got ten-year-old kids right now. Back then, they were working on their inside game and stuff yeah. in the nineties. Now, ten-year-olds they're working on three-point shots. He has changed the the big guys. Now they have to come in. David Robinson, right now. If if he was coming through college, he'd be shooting hit threes right now because I like that because he because I, you no, have to shoot that. you I have to shoot that. threes as a big man now. He literally that. changed not just the NBA all the way down to ten year old basketball. He changed how basketball is played in the entire I think, world. Well, well, I like what you're saying, but he didn't change the NBA. What he changed is the culture of the NBA. Right. He changed you know how it's saying? played. He changed he changed the culture of it. Like you're right because because if he changed the NBA that that means that like nobody would play in the paint. Right. What he changes the culture of it which says it's it's better to shoot the 3 yeah. than it is to take the 2. Right. Which which you see a lot of kids doing nowadays, but you also see a lot of parents in the stands and a lot of coaches being like, "Oh, what are you doing? I mean, why are you pulling up from Because 30? of Steph Curry, you can't have players like Carmelo Anthony anymore. You can't have those 18 foot, 15 foot shooter yeah. guys anymore. Those guys are, they're non existent. Nobody's training to be a Carmelo Anthony anymore. Mm -hmm. Nobody's trying to be respect, a Carmelo Respect that. that. It's, you know, you can either, you can be an inside guy, but even an inside guy is going to be able to hit a three once. Let me ask you a while. question. Did you like Carmelo? Did you like Carmelo? I liked him okay. Did you like Ray Allen? 
I loved Ray Allen. Okay. Do you like Jordan Poole? Yeah, I mean, I'm a Michigan fan, so I like right, him. Right, but right, that, that's Minus the the, right. Well, you just a minute ago said how Jordan Poole was garbage. No, I, I said he's – I mean, he's, he's not overrated. that great. Right, he's, he's not, not that, that great. great. Now, what about the kid over there in Atlanta Hawks? Uh, yeah, I love him. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, yeah, you love him so much you don't even know what his no, name is. No, no, I know is. his name is. I, I can picture his face. I just can't think of his name. Really? Because here's the thing is when the culture changes, you lose aspects of the NBA. You right. really do. You lose that mid-range game. Right. And it's it's cool. All right, cool. Yeah, all the little kids. I'm not love saying it. it's a good change. Well, all the little kids love it. Let's be realistic. Little kids love Stephen Curry, and I'm sure that's what his his he didn't he didn't mean for it to happen, but this is exactly what it came to. Right. He he said, "Let me pull up, do these little shots, turn around, walk away, yeah. right before that goes in the basket." Yeah. If you were a coach, if I was coaching in the middle school. And one of my kids shot a, a layup, a floater. And while the ball was going up, he turned around and walked away. Yeah. I'd bench that kid. Right. You know what I mean? But not anymore. Right. No, I'd bench it right now. I would still bench it. And maybe I'm old school. Yeah. But that's not how that, that's not basketball. That's a showman. Yeah. That right there, you're doing it for the show. But guess what? In middle school, you're not a show. We're trying to teach these kids something different. We're trying to, right. basketball. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I think it's a bad, I think it's boring as hell. Well, basketball, but the fact is, he changed the game. He did. He did. Whether it's bowling or not, he changed. Well, it. he he did change the game, but in most cases, it's not always for the best. Because if you're yeah, changing, I'm not saying it is because for the it, best. if you changed it for the kids, now the kids are doing this. It's not on necessarily a for the best, basis. but how many people actually did change the game? I mean, not really that many. If well, anybody, there's a there's Steph. a there is a few. Wilt Chamberlain had a great quote. Will Chamberlain had a great quote. He said, "Michael, jo- the NBA changed the game for Michael Jordan to make it easier for Jordan because they were killing him right on the mm-hmm. court, right?" In my no, do you admit all these? Oh, now all of a sudden you got to put all these fouls into play because, dude, they were killing Jordan in the eighties. He come he come into the lane, they put him well, in yeah, headlocks. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So they changed the rules mm-hmm. to protect Jordan, mm-hmm. right? Wilt said this: they changed it for Jordan to make the game easier for me. They changed the game to make it harder. Kids putting up hundreds of points a game. So they changed it to make the game harder for him. Will Chamberlain did, trust me, would dominate. Maybe not so much now. But but, but Will would, no, here's my thing. Will would definitely dominate now, but he'd have to get a three-point game down. Well, well, he no, no. If if Will and he had, would, if, he would though. I mean, well, I mean, that's that's if you're the crazy. one of the greatest players. Well, of that, all time. that's the crazy thing is nobody could even like determine this. That's that's I don't even know why we're arguing. This is crazy. Uh, well, I guess you'll have to replay it, Robbie. But yeah. um, anyways, it's, that was great, though. It's a great segment. <laughs> oh, it is. Something it's to think fun. about. It's always Something. fun to kind of debate those things because at the end of the day, no one's wrong. No one's right. It's just a good debate. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So it makes sense. Only Shaq would stop. Yeah, Shaq. Only Shaq would. would dominate now. You know who would dominate is Bird. Bird would still We dominate. need another Bird. I mean, you have glimmers of Bird with, like, Luca and... uh. Yeah. I think that's about it, but not a true bird, not a killer. Bird the, was a killer. I saw a stat that said uh, Luca already has more thirty-point games than ninety-eight point nine percent of NBA's history. Yeah, players in NBA history, yeah. which is understandable. <laughs> but he also hasn't even won a championship. So 
I don't even credit any of that. Does yeah. that make sense? Larry Bird did was a killer. Larry Bird was the type of player when you when when he, when he would tell you what he's gonna do. Larry Bird just yeah. God, he's just talking to you the whole game. That's the thing about basketball nowadays. Everybody's buddies. I know. I hate that. Yeah, I hate it. Dude. I it's hate like that we're all, no we're all friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want that killer back. Right. There is no killers in the NBA. These guys are all friends. Hey, guess what? In the offseason, let's go train together. You want to go train? Let's let's be buddies. Yeah. And then in two years, let's play with each other. Yeah. Oh, uh, no homo. But anyway, at the end of the day, <laughs> let's speak. Let's play on the same team as each other. You get what I'm saying? Dude, it's garbage. NBA is just a show these days. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Yeah. NFL's that way too. All these all these players, they're just yeah. It's like let's know. let's train, and then uh, in a couple of years, how about we play together? How about you be my quarterback? Yeah, and I'll be your receiver. It's stupid. It's a show. <laughs> Ain't no killers no more. Ain't no killers. Bring back the killers. Last killer retired in 01 from Camp Verde High School. He was a killer. Killer. Guzman. Guzman. Midrange. <laughs> <laughs> you know they called me that, right? The old Anthony. Dr. Midrange. Dr. Midrange. All right, guys. Well, I think that sums it up. We'll get another one going here soon. We and, definitely uh, got to get back in the lab. We got to get more going. Yeah, we will. NBA is uh, coming up. Let's we just get some hockey coverage coming up. Yeah. We need to get Robbie so back on the line. For tomorrow in golf, we got John Daly. For tonight, we got whoa, whoa, college whoa, whoa, basketball. Whoa, whoa. Why do you go there with John Daly every time? Jason Day. Jason Day. Jason Day. <laughs> Jason Daly. Just kidding. Jason Day. <laughs> Jason I don't Day. know, man. I told my buddy Robbie, who's who's been dropping these comments, watch Jason Day tomorrow. Jason Day tomorrow. Jason Day actually wins a tournament. And then college basketball, we got uh, Utah tonight. You got plenty of time to bet us. Utah. That's it. Uh, nine Pacific time. Mm -hmm. So I Jason guess it's another hour and a half. Jason. I love it. All right, guys. It's Jason been a pleasure. Day. All right. As always, guys, let's make some money. Let's have fun doing it.